All right, leaders, it's time to troubleshoot ourselves. We're back with Dr. Steve Swavely and Jeremy Spidell to learn about common pitfalls that may get in your way and learn tips to navigate them. The biggest thing that can get in the way is yourself. <laughs> and what I mean by that is we, we as leaders many times sabotage our own efforts to be successful by virtue of focusing on the what to do and focusing more on how we want to be perceived as a leader versus what we're trying to accomplish as a leader. And, you know, for, you know, for, for myself, I can say, you know, how I want to be perceived as a leader is I want to be seen as smart and I want to be seen as responsible and I want to be seen as knowledgeable. And that's important. What's more important is what I'm trying to accomplish as a leader, which is to inspire others to, to, to achieve their goals in a way that helps the organization achieve its goals. And so it's a difference between focusing on my purpose, going back to the idea of that's a tool to use to stay on track, is focusing on my purpose versus a result that I'm trying to achieve for myself. Which goes to that, going back to that graph we talked about, that vertical axis of moving um, from a, from a, a outside in focus to an inside out focus. You know, an outside in is what's good for me and what is it that I, how I want to be perceived and that, that um, out, or that inside out focus is really what's best for the team or the organization or my teammate. And Anna, as you asked that question, I was thinking it, it gets into this whole art and science thing once again, you know, and, and that's uh, part of a definition of leadership that we've used for a long time. It's the art and science of creating an environment that inspires. And there's, there's more to it than that. But when you think about the art and science of this, from a scientific standpoint, if you're wondering, like, hey, how am I doing? You're trying to figure this thing out. Um, there are tools you can use that will, will help you, you know, and, and that's something that we could certainly help you with here at Truist Leadership Institute. Um, again, whether that's 360 feedback that you're getting from your team, um, or there's different uh, team 360s that you can do. There's different uh, engagement surveys that can be done. There are a lot of different ways uh, that you can measure what's going on with you as a leader, what's going on with your team, what's going on with your organization, and is this a place where relationships are thriving? Is this a place where um, we're, we're getting the how to be part most of the time in a pretty good place, um, or are, are there some gaps? So scientifically, you, you can get some data there. That's that's accessible to you. And then on the art side, and I know this is going to sound maybe a little fuzzy here, but you know, some of it is just about the feeling. You know, pay attention. How are you feeling? How are how are other people feeling? What's what's the vibe like in your meetings? We had a, a, a team optimization session that um, a couple of colleagues uh, and I were delivering uh, a few weeks ago. And one of our executive leaders at Truist, we got to, to hear the sort of the, the last five minutes of their team call before we started our piece. And they were providing gratitudes to each other, you know, gratitudes for things that were going on in their lives, gratitudes for things they were seeing on the team. And I could just feel it. I could feel what was happening with that team was in that moment, they were nailing the how to be part. 
And what I generally see is the teams that can do that and you can feel that, um, that usually carries over. Not to say that they don't ever have, you know, moments where, where things get off track a little bit. But for the most part, if you can get that kind of feeling going on with a team and that level of connectedness and, and that, that somebody would just walk into a meeting or click into a meeting and boom, you're in it. Um, then you're probably doing it pretty well. And so I know that's a little abstract. You can get the scientific data, but I think some of it too is just paying a lot of attention. And when you leave that meeting, if everybody's got a good bounce in their steps and you, you handled conflict and opposition in a healthy way, you know it, you feel it. And when, you know, later on that evening and you're still thinking about it and you're like, ah, I wish I wouldn't have said that or I could have done that differently, then there's probably an opportunity there for you in the how to be part. And so pay attention. Who you are is how you lead. And we, we all bring our personality into our leadership. And we know that our personality is not just our thoughts and our actions, but it's also our emotions. We know that our thoughts and our emotions and our actions make up who we are. And if we ignore that piece, which in the past so many businesses and executives have tried to do, and to just make decisions based on rational thinking without bringing emotion in, um, it's, it's, it's a recipe for disaster. And by the same token, you can't make decisions just based on emotion. It's got to be a balance between the logical, rational, and that intuitive, emotional side that we need to pay attention to. It, it, Steve, don't you think that the best leaders, they, they really do have uh, high levels of proficiency in both? They, it's not just completely rational. It's not just completely emotional, but they can leverage and, and, and pull those, pull those levers whenever they need to in a certain situation. Like, would you agree they're able to do both? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and they, they're able to do both and they know when to do which, right? They know when Ooh, do I move yeah. into that rational mode and, when do I need to move more into that emotional empathetic mode? And, um, and, you know, part of that goes back to what you were saying. Part of it's art and part of it's science. And the good news is you can use the science to build the art. You can use the science to identify, well, here are my gaps. And then you can create a plan to fill those gaps. And that's where the art begins to, to, to take shape. I love, I love all these different words that we're using really for this concept, you know, you know, what to do, how to be. We're talking about art and science. We're talking about rational and emotional task versus relationship and, you know, different, different lenses to get into that same heart of distinction, um, of this balance that, that all of us as leaders, um, have to figure out for ourselves and our teams and, and ultimately the organization. So I'm loving this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and I think all those words fall up in that top right quadrant of that of that graph we talked about, right? Where there's task versus relationship on the on the horizontal and um reactive versus responsive on the vertical and and that top right quadrant where we are relationship oriented and we're responsive and and focused on the inside out. Those, that's where all of those those words lie. That's where that relationship and collaboration and um, empathy and all of those those words are in that quadrant up there. 
Steve and Jeremy, it, it's just been such a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Um, I'm wondering, as we get to wrap up this last episode in this series, I'm wondering if we could each take a, just a few minutes and maybe share some final thoughts. Maybe what is the one takeaway? If our audience learns just one thing, what is that thing you want them to take away? Well, the word that comes to my mind is intention. Uh, Steve mentioned earlier that uh, he mentioned the concept of choice, that as leaders, um, we get to choose or we need to choose between, you know, maybe this is a situation that, that calls for me to be very rational, uh, to maybe be a little more task oriented and focused and a little more even on the on the what to do. Like, this is a moment where I need to focus in on that. And then there's another moment where uh, maybe I need to focus more on the relationships, the empathy, um, really, really digging into how do I need to be and show up in this in this space so that people want to engage and want to follow uh, where we're headed. And so I think that the key is, in all of that is just to be intentional. You're paying attention to what's going on. You're paying attention to yourself. You're paying attention to others. And then you are intentionally pulling the levers as you need to, to make sure that you're at your best as a leader and you are doing it in a way that inspires others, keeps you connected to others and is sustainable for, for the long term results that I know we, we all are, are hoping we get. You know, Jeremy, what you just described there is conscious leadership. That's being intentional about your actions and your emotions and your thinking and knowing when to when to ask questions, knowing when to give direction, knowing when to be a a, a great listener, it's 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 all tied up in that in that concept of conscious leadership. I love that answer. How about you, Steve? What would be your one leave behind? Um, you know, I think obviously there's been a lot of things we've talked about here that are important, and if if I was going to pick the most important thing of all of this, it's to recognize the difference between task versus relationship. And for me, that's the the most important takeaway for any leader that's listening to this podcast is recognizing the tasks are important. Yes, the tasks have to be done. And as a leader, the way that I get those tasks done is through relationships and building relationships. That's really what leadership is. It's about creating relationships that inspire individuals to do the work of the organization in a way that is in alignment with the purpose of the organization. Join us for our next episode where we sit down with Dr. Amalia Yansel and Dr. Patrick Gallagher to explore the idea that personality type impacts employees' preference for in-person versus virtual work environments. We have some really exciting news to share with you. At the time of this recording, Leadership Amplitude has received more than 17,000 downloads from all over the globe. We are committed to bringing you the psychology of better business through tips and tools that you can use the very next time you're in the office. And we'd love to hear from you. What's working? What would you like to hear more of or maybe less of? What have you tried that's worked well for you? 
We want to make sure that we are creating effective leadership content that you want to listen to and share with others. Your feedback helps us do that. You can email me at leadershipinstitute at truest.com. Your feedback is welcome and very much appreciated. For show notes or to learn more about Truist Leadership Institute, visit us on the web at truestleadershipinstitute.com. Leadership Amplitude is a podcast production of Truist Leadership Institute. All rights reserved.